Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the group editor of Woman and Woman and Home. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week, TV Times and What's on TV magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 12th of May 2023, including the return of the Muppets in The Muppets Mayhem on Disney+. Plus and the moving documentary Still, a Michael J. Fox movie on Apple TV+. And we'll also be checking out the story of the £10 Poms on BBC iPlayer and new dating show I Kissed a Boy, also on iPlayer. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Kira Knightley will head the cast of Netflix's action-packed thriller Black Doves, which is about a woman who teams up with an old friend on a dangerous mission when her lover is targeted by the underworld. What else is in the news, Hannah? On Prime Video, there's a drama called Pretty Little Wife. It's based on Darby Kane's novel. And Gabrielle Union will play a wife who is suspected of murdering her husband. Well, another good week. I've got to say, Hannah, it just... They just keep coming, don't they? We're starting off... The gift that keeps giving. It is. We're starting off on Apple TV Plus with a feature-length documentary that arrives on Friday, the 12th of May. It's called Still, a Michael J. Fox movie. And here's a clip. I woke up and I noticed my pinky. Auto-animated. Parkinson's disease. I told Tracy the news. In sickness and in health, I remember her whispering. No one outside of my family knew. There was only one reason I took these pills. To hide. How great to see Michael J. Fox back on our screens. And this is a very interesting and very moving and entertaining documentary, pretty much presented by him. And it's telling his story, the story of his career, and then, of course, his diagnosis with Parkinson's which he learned about in 1998 when he was only 29 years old. It's a really good watch. The title still, we associate Michael J. Fox with those those iconic roles, especially in Back to the Future as Martin McFly, where he was always dashing about. So we go back to his childhood in Canada, and it's very cleverly done because what they do is they use clips from his films where the dialogue is appropriate to what actually happened to him in, in real life, they kind of intersperse them uh, to tell the story. It works really well, and there's a little bit of dramatisation as well. So, yeah, I didn't know much of this. So we go back to when he was growing up. He was very sporty, but he was much smaller than everyone else. Uh, and so he started getting cast because of his appearance. He could play roles that were much younger than his age quite convincingly. He headed off to live in California on his own to try and make it in Hollywood, and it was it was really tough going. But then he landed uh, a role in this famous American sitcom Family Ties, which I've I've not seen it, but it was very popular, and he unexpectedly became the big star of that. It was supposed to be mainly about the parents, and he was playing one of the kids, but he was like the breakout star. And it tells the story of how, um, yeah, there's a really interesting story about how he got cast in Back to the Future. And while he was filming that, he, he was filming the sitcom during the day and then he was doing the film in the night. I mean, he must have been absolutely shattered. But yeah, he just suddenly, he was on the cover of every magazine, on every chat show. 
and he's still really funny. Um, it is moving to see him now trying to cope with the Parkinson's, but he's got a, such a positive attitude. You see him walking down the pavement and, and he, he falls over. He's, he's, he's still a bit unsteady on his feet because of the condition. And this fan rushes up and says, oh, are you OK? And he says, yeah, you just knocked me off my feet. You know, so he's he's still really funny and incredibly charming. And you see um, his life with his his partner. So even if you're not a Michael J. Fox fan, but come on, who isn't? It's just a really well put together. And, and it's yeah, I found it very entertaining very informative and really moving as well what did you think hannah oh my goodness i i absolutely love him and i just think he for me it's the overwhelming positivity that you you feel in this because he was 29 when he was diagnosed with parkinson's and i think his approach was that he didn't want it to be a victim in this and 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 that really comes through like you say the kind of the um the humor that he still has the the love and adoration he has for his family and 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 in spades and, and likewise from them towards him you know of course and it i don't know it just it feels like a really it's just so lovely and also really emotional to see him because he obviously is in pain and it must be a really tricky situation but he I don't know, it's just great to see him back and see him being so positive about a condition that he won't let hold him down. You know, he falls over, like you said, and he picks himself back up again. Um, I, I, I thought it was lovely and um, testament to, to him and how brilliant he is, really. Over to Disney Plus now for a new series that arrived on Wednesday of this week, Wednesday the 10th of May, it's called The Muppets Mayhem. <laughs> and here's a clip. Two, three, four! I'm Nora Singh from Waxtown Records. I would love to help you make an album. Well, all right, Nora. What's happening? I think Animal digs you. I dig the animal as well. I've been waiting my entire life for an Electric Mayhem album. Finally, somebody is making it happen. Okay, it begins. You? Yes, well, this is a musical comedy, and for Muppet fans, you will be delighted because you'll remember the show's house band, Electric Mayhem. Well, they're, they're the big stars in this. They're headlining their own series, believe it or not. And this is their story. So it's all hooked to the Muppets, of course it is, but it's it centres around um this band which of course as i say we've seen you know throughout everything um everything muppets in the past and it's a 10 parter and it there are six piece six piece group that all based very loosely on real life music icons you've got dr teeth animal zoot janice lips and floyd pepper um just to just to, to pop in there which is quite funny and um they team up with an agent to record their first ever studio album. But, you know, the kind of the proofs in all the, the, the it does what it says on the tin because it is mayhem, you, as, as you'd absolutely imagine. They don't do as they're told. They're not going to listen. They know what they want to do. And um, they're also a bit sort of stuck in the past. And there are a few stars that weave in and out of, uh, of the series. Um, and it's really interesting because they've, they kind of brought it into the century because of course you've got that you've got an influencer in there um and even for me i was like oh my goodness me these influencers they're celebrities now aren't they that is the big thing and so it kind of really 
changes the dynamic completely. It's it's really fun. It's as chaotic as, as the Muppets um, always it always are. And um, you have a few, as I say, you have a few celebrities that pop up throughout. So you've got Paula Abdul, um, best well, not best known actually, but known also for her um, uh, part on pop uh, American Idol. That's it. Uh, Ziggy Marley, Morgan Freeman. You know, there are a few names that, that, that come, come come throughout the show. And it's it's just, I don't know, it is just good fun. It, it, it's mad. It's crazy. And if you're a Muppets fan, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. What did you think here? I really liked it. I mean, I grew up on the Muppets. I absolutely love them. And this is really well done because, I mean, the band themselves... You remember the Muppets, you know, quite old now, aren't they? But they're kind of, I guess, based on a 60s or 70s type vibe, aren't they, really? And the, the, the story that holds it all together is that they, there's this A&R executive, Nora, who's played by Lily Singh, and her record company is kind of going down the drain. But she discovers that the band signed a contract to make an album, took the money, but they never made it. So what she's trying to do is get them to honour the contracts and make this album. But of course, as you say, it's absolute chaos. They put them in this house in, uh, is it Laurel Canyon, I think? And um, yeah, (laughs) they put on a massive party and a gig. So the the music is good. As you say, they've got all sorts of people. um, They've got Tommy Lee from Motley Crue sort of saying how how much the band (laughs) influenced their sound. So yeah, really high gag rates i think and it, it's one f- one for all ages because you know people of my age will, will get all the sort of references to you know the 60s and 70s and and but but it's also really funny for the kids as well i mean i particularly love the fact that animal falls in love with nora and he just keeps he just keeps going <laughs> nora that's pretty much all he says so yeah i mean if you love the muppets it's it's a delight and if you've never seen the muppets and this is a lovely introduction we head on over to bbc iplayer now for a new period drama it's called 10 pound poms and here's a clip australia there's a bright future can't believe we're actually doing this here we go then start of our new lives annie this is kate i met her on the boat jump well, you don't see that in Stockport. Can I get eye new arrivals? Open the paradise. It's like a prison at a war camp. They lied to us. They showed us whitewashed houses and huge gardens. We'll make it work. You brought us here for the reason. For me. So this one arrives on Sunday the 14th. And as you may have guessed from the title, it was about the Brits who, who swapped dreary post-war Britain for sun-soaked Australia and they could make the passage on a ship for £10 and start a new life. So it's written by Danny Brocklehurst and it stars, among others, Michelle Keegan, who has collaborated with Brocklehurst before. And yes, so she plays a nurse who is one of these Brits on what was called the Assisted Passage Migration Scheme. And that, that ran from the 40s to the 70s there's there's a family they're played by Faye Marseille and Warren Brown as Annie Roberts and her husband Terry so Terry he keeps going out and getting drunk and spending his wages and you know they're living in yeah they just don't have a very happy life in 
Britain. So she sees this advert for this new new life in Australia. They sign up. Michelle Keegan's character, Kate, signs up as well. They're on the same ship. But when they get there, well, for one thing, well, there's a lot of racism, not just against the Aboriginals, but also against the Poms who are coming over. They face that. And whereas they were sold this dream of, you know, beautiful houses and they're actually in these awful Nissan huts with um, cockroaches and uh, the dad who's a builder, he ends up just digging holes and, and facing really sort of aggressive prejudice from one of the other workers. So it is, it's a very interesting story and an interesting piece of history. I wasn't absolutely gripped by it, but um, yeah. I, I learned quite a lot. And yeah, it's filmed in Australia. It looks really good. What did you think, Hannah? Well, it was nice to see Michelle Keegan back on our screens. I mean, she's never far away, but she does sort of pick up these quite gritty parts, doesn't she? And um, seeing her as that, you know, this is 1950s nurse. I think she, I think she does do it justice. I know what you mean about it not being gripping, but equally, I kind of, it, I don't know. It, it's really sad when someone's been for t- just ten quid. You know, they were sold this amazing dream, and it just wasn't a reality. And then trying to forge a life because of what you thought you were doing was going to make things better, and all the personal issues along the way. So I did find it quite interesting. As I say, I think Michelle always always does these, always plays these parts incredibly well. Right, we're going to sign off with another new series. Uh, also arriving on Sunday on iPlayer and BBC Three. It's called I Kissed a Boy. And here's a clip. Bonjour, boy! It's about time for a show like this. Ten single boys are meeting for the first time with a kiss. No chat, no messages, just a kiss. But the path to love is never straight. What? Are you for real? If you're saving your kiss for a different boy, don't turn. This boy will never, ever forget our first kiss. Well, firstly, this is just the most beautiful location in Italy, a luxury Italian converted farmhouse. This is where this is set. And it's a new reality television show. It's the first of its kind um, because it's, I think, Love Island, but this is just, just for guys, single gay guys hoping to meet their Mr. Right. So, you know, we've always had heterosexual couples. We've never had anything like this. And it's hosted by... Danny Minogue, and weirdly, I, I must have had my head buried in the sand, but I didn't feel like there was a huge amount of press around this particularly. And it kind of snuck up on me. And yet it feels like it should just be even bigger than it is. Um, because it's it's the premise of it is, is exactly what we've already seen. We know that works. It'll be really interesting to see if people engage with this too, and I hope they do, because, of course, Danny Minogue has been, you know, a massive campaigner, um, a staunch ally of the LGBTQ plus community, um, and she's hosting the series. And she's great as a presenter. She's gone really quiet for such a long time. But she's really fun and she looks amazing she just honestly the whole it's just so warm and lovely but of course you know it's it's never going to be easy to watch because these people are literally snipering each other because they're trying to find the one um so they've been matched into five pairs but when they first meet they're not allowed to talk not allowed to do anything they just have to kiss to see whether there's any kind of chemistry between them and there's loads of twists along the way 
exactly as you'd expect from any dating show really there's no difference to that particularly other than the fact that it's gay men and um as i say i, I think danny minogue is worth watching it for, for her alone and the most amazing backdrop so i you know i hope i hope it does well and i feel like um as i say there hasn't been enough buzz around it what did you think Ian? it's about time we had uh a dating show for gay guys isn't it and yeah, yeah. good to see Danny Minogue the first thing she says is buongiorno boys which I think <laughs> I think I first heard Austin Powers say many years ago so yeah it's there are elements of you know as you said um other dating shows um however what's quite nice about this and obviously they've got the gimmick of they have they have to kiss first and before they even speak so that's slightly odd but anyway it's you know it's a twist isn't it and but what's quite nice about it i think is because because it's gay guys and they all have their own kind of stories of coming out and the, the problems they've faced um and one of them says he, he you know he, he he only recently came out and he's, he never has kissed a man you know um mm. so i think initially at least there's a really nice vibe and none of them are sort of massive personalities that are sometimes cast in these reality shows almost like to kind of drop a bomb in there and see people clap <laughs> so it starts off with a really nice vibe they all seem like lovely guys i'm sure it's all going to get quite dramatic as they start fancying other people that they haven't been paired with but yeah there's one quite fun bloke who um he works tarmacking roads and he says um I'm a gay man trapped in a straight world and I love it. So, so yeah, I thought it was great. And um, yeah, good to see Danny Minogue as well, because, you know, living with a, with a sister who is in the same business as you, who is an absolute superstar, can't be that easy. Um, and it, and it, 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 But it's, it's great to do, see her doing this and she's very good at it as well. Now, we've got this to that time, Hannah, where we find out what you've been binging on this week. So please reveal all. I've had to get involved, particularly with Queen Charlotte, that we we have talked about before. Um, but I just needed to watch all of it and I needed to watch it with my husband. And it doesn't disappoint. How about you, Ian? Well, I've just finished Dharma, uh, the Netflix drama series about the serial killer, Jeffrey Dharma. And um, I mean, it's quite a hard watch, but it is really well done. So I, I would recommend that. But, but don't be put off by episode one. And there's also a very good comedy uh, on the Beeb called uh, Black Ops, which is about a couple of black coppers. Well, I think they're sort of community police officers who are picked to go undercover. And that, that is really funny. It certainly delivers the laughs. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week. So what's on the agenda, Brenda? Well, the Stallone family get the reality TV treatment in a new Paramount Plus series. Yes, I cannot wait. And yes, it's another <laughs> it's another movie reboot. Um, the 1990 film White Men Can't Jump, which was about a pair of basketball hustlers. Well, that's getting a TV reboot on Disney Plus. So we look forward to those and more. But... In the meantime, what's your 